गुड मॉर्निंग वी आर डूइंग उद्धव गीता दिस इज चैप्टर फाइव द लास्ट मैसेज ऑफ श्री कृष्णा वी आर कंप्लीटेड वर्स थर्टीन सो टुडे वी आर डूइंग फ्रॉम फोर्टीन ऑनवर्ड्स वी विल बी डूइंग मल्टीपल वर्सेस टुडे जस्ट नाउ आल्सो द फर्स्ट वर्स विल बी कॉम्बिनेशन ऑफ थ्री वर्सेज दैट इज फोर्टीन फिफ्टीन एंड सिक्सटीन वी आर डूइंग उद्धव गीता लास्ट मैसेज ऑफ श्री कृष्णा वर्स फोर्टीन ऑनवर्ड्स चैप्टर फाइव If you suppose that these doers of action and experiencer of happiness and misery are many in number, or that the heavenly spheres, time, scriptures, and souls are eternal, or that their existence of all things is eternal as a series and is real. and that knowledge originates and is diverse according to the form of things cognized verse 16 even then my friend all corporeal beings repeatedly undergo such state as birth and the like owing to their connections with the body and owing to parts time having parts so this is a combination of three verses together if you recollect yesterday we were talking about why is it important to have a guru why is guru so important for a human being the guru is important because we have to undergo a cycle of birth and death now today this exposition is going to give us an idea about this in detail so krishna is talking to uddhava and he is saying if you suppose that there is a doer of action an experiencer of happiness and misery now i want you to suppose he says you should suppose just think what is this supposition that you are supposed to have the supposition is in spirituality we have something which we say as if i see something visually here and all it is i am getting a proof of it isn't it suppose i see a red color bird or a green color bird i immediately see it with my eyes i can identify it the second part is my inference i will come to know by means of my mind i use my mind to understand you see there is a cup of tea and this cup of tea i don't know whether it is very hot hot or cold but when i see it giving off vapors you know it is boiling i can see the vapors immediately my mind says it is hot now which one is right the first one the one which i saw heard and all that or the second one which my mind inferred from i see a stub of an airline ticket lying over there 
my mind will infer that this person has flown from X place to Y place. Whether it is right or wrong, I don't know. I'm just saying it is there. The ticket stub is there. It is not necessary that the person has flown. It might be just a ticket stub, like I said. So the second one. The third one. The third one is by means of faith. There are no proofs anywhere in this world. <laughs> so the simple thing is there are no proofs. You got to believe the books. If it is written somewhere in our spiritual text, you just got to believe it. It is like believing in God. Where is God? I don't know. Does he exist? No idea. Have you seen him? No idea. Can you infer from somewhere? No idea. So do you understand this is a very very complex situation where you have to start believing in something where the belief has to be 100% without seeing, touching, feeling or even inferring from something. And this belief and this thing is called faith. I got to have faith. Nobody has seen God. Nobody has any idea about Him. Okay? But still, it is written in some scriptures and I got to believe it. And one of the scriptures over here, just now that we are reading, is called Uddhav Gita. Krishna says, I am God. Krishna has always said, He is the God Almighty. Has he ever denied it? How many people believe in it? Hardly anybody believes in it. Nobody believes in it. You got the point? Nobody believes in it. And yet, the idea is there is God. And this is called faith. A person needs to have faith. So this is the reason why when Krishna is saying some words, we just need to have faith. Anybody seen heaven? No. Hell? No. We watch it in movies, okay? In movies, there is a very nice hell and a very nice heaven. I was listening to one person talking about heaven and hell. So he said, people say, you know, I, I don't want to go to hell. So the person said, oh, that means you want to go to heaven. He says, yeah, I want to go to heaven. And this person said, Oh, heaven is a place where you have to do prayers 24 per 7. <laughs> Just imagine, 24 per 7 you are praising the Lord. So then he asked the question, Do you want to go to heaven? He said, no, 24 per 7 you don't expect me to praise the Lord and all that. <laughs> it was a joke. Somebody was saying this joke and I just overheard it in some video. So, Nobody knows the heaven or the hell. We have to accept what Krishna is saying over here. Why we should accept? Because we will understand this by our own knowledge and our own inference the way our heart says to us. Mind will be overtaken in this aspect. Okay, The heart is what has to say yes to you, not the mind. The mind is anyway going to be logical in nature. Mind is going to say, see, I told you. 
I told you there is no heaven. Okay. <laughs> because I have not seen it. So mind has not seen it. So there is no heaven. This is the, this is the comedy that we have. Hmm? So let us see what Krishna says. Krishna says that in this material world, in this material world, you have heard, you have seen so many people. They say that there is heaven, there is hell. Right? They go through their own misery. And they go through their own happiness. Now, how much time does the happiness and the misery last? Nobody can say how long it lasts. It just lasts some time. Then it goes away. And it's like an alternating thing. Sometimes happiness, sometimes misery, sometimes happiness, sometimes misery. So, this is another thing which we have to understand. And it, we go through it. We go through these cycles of happiness and cycles of misery. Hmm? Everybody goes through it. Then there are heavenly spheres. How many heavenly spheres are there? God alone knows. You know how many spheres there might be? Every God is wanting to have his own, own bungalow. You know, own castle in, in some, God knows some place. They say, my castle is over there, you know. You got an entry point. Instead of saying castle, I think I should say a seven star hotel or something. <laughs> Five or a seven star hotel. Of course, Tomorrow you may join over there in their, uh, you know, cleaning department or maybe in the laundry department. I don't know <laughs> what job you are going to get is not known or whether you are a guest over there, that also is not known. So let us see. There are heavenly spheres. Like that there are hells, you know, there are different hells. There are heavenly spheres also. Time. We are controlled by time. And scriptures, everywhere, everywhere they will show you one law. You know, just imagine in the heaven there is a law which says, you know, oh, no drinking after 6 p.m. Why? <laughs> no drinking after 6 p.m. And you are what are you talking about? I have seen all the gods sitting with glasses, you know. I mean, that is what I have seen in all the movies. But this is the idea. The scriptures are there. Scriptures are the backbone of everything. Even if you stay in India or UK or United States or whichever place, are we not going by some scriptures that are written? It's called the constitution, by the way. We go by the constitution. Everybody has to follow the rules. And the rules are very clear. This is a democratic country. This is a socialist country. You know, you, you have heard about these terms somewhere in the constitution it is mentioned. Equality. And then you ask, is there really an equality? No equality anywhere. It is written in the constitution, but of course. So also these scriptures are very much written. The scriptures is written. How many people follow it? Hardly one percent. Nobody has any idea that this scripture actually is going to make sense. So he says, but these are certain things which you have to take it for granted that it exists. All these things are there. Hmm? One is there is going to be human being. There are going to be human beings. These human beings are going to go through experiences of happiness and misery. They will all go through it. And there are heavenly spheres. There is time. There is space. Everything is existing. All these things we have to take it as it is there. And it is all this is written in the scriptures. Remember this. All this is written in the scriptures. 
if we have to accept it as real and this original this knowledge originates in the scriptures some great scientists from the past have taken these scriptures or written them down can i say that the scriptures are real i have to accept them as real please remember this acceptance is important think about it even in the material world there are laws which i have to accept as real equality for men and women it is written in the constitution all men are born equal women also okay all men and women are born equal does it happen no but is the law there very much there does it happen no way nobody is equal there are gradations somebody is very high up somebody is very low somebody is uh, is outside the system we cannot do anything about it because acceptance of this kind of thing is there so let us take this scriptures to be truth the real thing and what is it that he says even then let us say even if you accept this kind of a thing that all corporeal beings that means everybody who is a sentient being in this world is born and dies he is having birth and he is having death also why why does it happen it happens because of the karmic cycle the karmic loops are going on right round and when this karma happens the person is born again and again and again and again i have explained karma before in short there are three kinds of karma the first one is called sanchit which means accumulated over a period of time that is lifetimes you have just put it somewhere it is like a bank account you have put a fixed deposit over there the one which you have come to spend is called prarabdha karma the one which you are going to create in this world for the future is called kriyaman so these three kinds of karmas are there and they put you in a cycle of birth and death this has to be understood all right why because it you have to believe everything is divided into time factor is divided into time isn't it how do you measure time time is measured by in our material world think about it you are on earth how would you say the day has you know the sun has risen and the sun has set we consider this cycle of the earth going around itself as 24 hours isn't it now if you are on mercury or if you are on venus or if you are on some other planet how how long is your day somewhere it is just 9 hours so how many years old you will be in 365 days on earth if 9 hours is the time over there just imagine no three times your age when you are one year old in in this earth you will be three years old over there approximately so what is this 
idea called time. Time can never be understood by man, by the way. It is a relative term. Just like space is a relative term, time is also a relative term. But everything is guided by time as written in the scriptures. He says, you know, it's all guided by time. So this is the beginning of this three verses that we did. So now let us move on to the next one. Like I said, today we are going to do multiple verses. Why are we going to do multiple verses? The reason is because this entire theory needs to be explained properly. Hmm? So we are doing Uddhav Gita chapter 5 verse 17. Last message of Sri Krishna. Even in this case, one notices the want of freedom on the part of the doer of action and the experiencer of happiness and misery. And what fruition ever attends one who is not independent? I want you to understand this verse very carefully, what is written over here, even in this case. The, what is the case? The previous two verses, three verses that we did, that is the case. What he says? Even in this case, one notices the want of freedom. You require freedom in this case. For all the doers of action and the experiencer of happiness and misery. What is this freedom that we are talking about? And what fruition ever attends one who is not independent? There is a human being on earth or an animal. Let us take the animal's case first. There is an animal in a cage. The animal in a cage is fed nicely. Every single day the animal is fed nicely, is given a wash, the toilet and everything is cleaned out, the whole place is left very clean and the space given to the animal is approximately about 50 square feet. It may be a cow. In 50 square feet that is 5 feet by 10 feet and the cow is not allowed to go outside anywhere. Every day she is milked. Is it called freedom? You are very clear it is not called freedom. Now we will move on to somebody in country like India or some other country. The person is supposed to stay in a house. Now, I was seeing a video, a documentary video by a news channel, BBC for that matter. If you want, I will send you the link to that. Where there are apps on which household servants are sold. And the app is called For S-A-L-E For Sale is the name of the app. Now in that For Sale app you can buy tables, chairs, all video cameras and this and that and everything that you want for sale. But there is a section where you buy and sell human beings. So BBC went undercover to a country 
called Kuwait and other all those countries and in Africa also some places they went undercover and they called up the number where the person was for sale person was for sale and that person said okay come over I will show you this person now they were speaking in Arabic this person only knew Afrikaans or some African language had no clue about any other languages some little other knowledge of some other language and the person was presented and said you can buy this servant for two thousand dollars she works throughout the day whatever you want from her she can do and this way the person is sold from one person to another person to another person to another person. They are very clear. Confiscate the passport. Do not send them out alone. So they cannot have Acha. Another thing, they are given phone only once in a month to call up their parents or whoever they are from whichever country they are. And that phone is then confiscated. So no phones. Okay. No passport. You cannot go to any authorities. Suppose you are caught. You are considered as somebody who has to be sent out of the country. Deportation. You have to stay in jail. You think the jails are a very good place? That is also not a good place. So when you have a person like this, what are you going to do? If you are a person like that, what are you going to do? People take citizenships of countries. They take citizenships of countries. And they believe they have gone to a place where they can make millions of dollars. I want you to be very, very, you know, careful listening to this. They go to countries where they are going to make millions of dollars. And you cannot get out of that place. Everywhere you go, you are under constant surveillance. Cameras are following you wherever you go. Do you have a life of your own? I am sorry, you may be a citizen of that country, you can't even lift your finger and do whatever you want to. You can't. In that aspect, India is a very beautiful country. Can you shit on the road? Can you spit on the road? You can't do anything in any country. Democracy. See, in, in democracy also, you got to be told what you're supposed to do. It is very important. Again, is there a freedom, even in a democracy? I don't think there is a freedom anywhere in this world. And nowhere in this world there is freedom. If I want to start a bank account, I have to give Aadhaar card number and all those kind of numbers that they want. I have to give proof of my identity. 
I am me. I am me. And yet I have to prove to the bank or to the official who am I. And they will say, you are the son of so-and-so, you are the daughter of so-and-so, you are staying in this place, this is your house, this is your location, this is your... I have to put my money in the bank, by the way. It is my money I got to put in the bank. Where is the freedom? So here Krishna is telling Uddhava this very beautiful thing. He says, all corporeal beings, they don't have freedom at all. There is no freedom. You are caught up in a trap of existence. You are bound by everything. You are like that cow in that 5 feet 10 inches place. 5 by 10, you know. That is it. You are being milked every day. In countries where they think they have freedom, they are earning millions, but they cannot lift their finger also. You cannot lift the finger, you cannot write one word against anybody. Try writing a blog in this country where you are trashing the government. You will be put in jail immediately for treason. There is no freedom there. Countries like India also, where is the freedom? You want to open a bank account, show me all your documentation. You want to travel outside this country, show me all your documentation. I won't get visa for countries because no income, no this, no house, nothing, nothing, nothing because I don't have. So that means what? Where is the freedom? Did you get the point? Freedom means I should be able to go anywhere I feel like. So here he says, where is this? We think that there is freedom. We think and we believe, even that cow in that pen thinks that I have freedom. Even the chicken, the small chicken in a coop thinks I have freedom. Even the people, those who are staying in countries, they think that they have freedom. I told you about the servants of this, these ladies who are working in houses. Where is the freedom? Come countries which are rich in money, you know, rich countries. They employ this kind of people from outside. There is no freedom there. There is no freedom there. Believe me, there is no freedom. Got it? If you think United States or India is a free country, I'm sorry. If you don't have your documentation, there is no freedom anywhere. You cannot walk inside everywhere. No boss, you can't do that. If you don't have some document, you don't have a bank account, you don't have this, you don't have that, you're a homeless person. By the way, you're constantly under the scanner, watching you. There are cameras all over the place he's watching. So where is the freedom? There is no freedom at all. What fruition ever attends one who is not independent? So what is this fruition? What do you think you are trying to do in your life? This I told you about people. Now think about relationships. 
in a relationship also there is no freedom please understand this there is no freedom in any relationship you can't tell your wife you look very fat and ugly and the wife cannot tell the husband you are a lazy bone why are you drinking and sleeping over there go and do some work you think she can say these words no you think the husband can say this word no can do you think children can tell their parents you people are useless they may say but there is no freedom in that believe me there is no freedom anywhere so we move to the next verse chapter 5 verse 18 sometimes even wise men have not the least happiness and ignorant people are sometimes without the least misery so bragging is simply useless krishna is telling uddhava even a wise man wise man will have least of happiness and ignorant people are sometimes without the least misery when you don't know anything sometimes there is no misery in that also you know the reason why what you don't know doesn't hurt you they say na there is a saying which says na what you don't know doesn't hurt you what you know may hurt you <laughs> so this this truth we need to understand sometimes the ignorant person also is not there he doesn't have misery but the wisest of the wise has the biggest misery of all now who is the wisest in our world if i ask scientists you know scientists he will say oh i am the wisest you know some phd's and some nobel prize winners and some all those medals and this and that they get they will think that they are very very wise people i want you to think about it there is a nobel prize winner called malala yousafzai okay Do you think she can go back to Pakistan? There is there freedom? No way. Absolutely none. Muhammad Yunus, the person from Bangladesh who won the Nobel Prize again, his bank and everything is in trouble. He's put in jail. the lady from myanmar i forgotten her name she went back to her country and she is now supporting the junta the army people she is supporting them what to do tell me what freedom are we talking about okay people like einstein what do you think they are doing they were not free nobody is free and are they happy do you really think anybody is happy nikolai tesla do you think he was happy no way yeah ang san suchi she is not happy at all she is forced to take a call i used to think you know there there was a person whom we i used to martial art you know in martial art you you like some people so in that one person that i liked was jackie chan 
Jackie Chan is happy? I don't think so. His son is a drug addict. Has been put in jail. The Queen of England? I don't think she is happy also. Why? There is a commoner who has got married and she is having her own laws. She is not happy. Nobody in this world who might have that, you know, even wisest of the wise are not happy. Ignorant people, they are to anyway not happy. Some of them may be happy. So there is no point in bragging, you know, I am the happiest. There is nobody on this, even Don Bilzerian can't say he is the happiest. Just because he has billion dollars and <laughs> he has got a lot of girls around him. Nobody is happy. So we move to the next verse now. Verse 19 from chapter 5 of the Uddhav Gita. If they all know how to train, attain happiness and destroy misery, they certainly do not know the contrivance by which death can be made powerless. Even if you know happiness, or if you have studied misery, and if you know how to get out of misery, and if you think you have the happiness, some people think they get happiness when, you know, when they have got a family. Some people think that they get happiness when they have money. I am sorry, there is nothing like that. Nobody has happiness when they have money or family or this or that. But let us say, you think you have a secret formula for achieving this impossible. Think, if you have a secret formula for achieving this impossible called happiness and you know how to overcome the misery in your life. Can you overcome death and old age and deterioration of the body? Can you say I am not going to have diabetes? Can you say I am not going to have blood pressure? Nobody knows. You know, there is a pill popping generation. Now they, for everything they will pop a pill. You think by popping a pill or taking ganja or taking all this marijuana and all that, you think you can get happiness anywhere? I think it is the wrong thing. Nobody can get permanent happiness. And what is it that they are all fearful of? Death. And this is what Krishna is talking about. Everybody is worried about dying. How much can you enjoy in this world? And how much of misery can remain with you? Once you are dead, you are dead. Isn't it? That misery which you had in the material world, poverty might be there. When you die, you are not poor at all, no? I mean, you are dead. You are put in a jail or you are tortured sometime in life. Then you die. You think that misery continues? No idea, you are dead. You are having billions and billions of dollars. You have a bank account, 
यू ओन बैंक में भी और यू मे बी लाइक वॉरन बुफे यू डाय देर इज डेथ डेथ इज इनएविटेबल नोबडी कैन रिमेन फॉर एवर अलाइव एंड वॉट एवर हैप्पीनेस दैट यू थिंक यू हैड वेन यू आर अलाइव डजेंट कंटिन्यू विथ यू नो वे डेथ इज टर्मिनल इन मोस्ट ऑफ द केसेस सो कृष्णा सेज even if you are a wise fellow you cannot get happiness if you are a duffer again you cannot get happiness in case if you learn the formula for happiness and you know how to overcome misery but still can you guarantee that you will be alive to enjoy anything no you will be dead very soon so now we move to the next verse chapter 5 uddhav gita verse 20 while death is near what acquisition or enjoyment can please a man it cannot please him like an animal which is being dragged for slaughter krishna is telling uddhava death is exactly like this you may try to gather as much money power fame or whatever that you have people think that i want to be remembered after my death have you know they write this kind of words like shakespeare might be having his own grave where these words might be written somewhere what happiness is there can you tell me absolutely no happiness anywhere you have gathered billions and billions of millions or trillions i don't know how many gazillions you might have gathered do you think you have happiness death nobody can say when you are going to die even the dictators in the world they are all afraid of death isn't it they are all afraid of death they may be ruling a country there are different countries in this world like libya or places like south north korea or some i don't know various countries are there and there are dictators do you think they will last no one day they will die and do you think they can overcome this death no chance at all so all this whatever that we did in this last 5 6 verses that we did krishna is talking about all this can never be achieved because terminal point is death you might be very goody 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 two shoes they say now you are a very goody goody person death is anyway going to come and eat you you may be the worst character on earth also still death is going to come and eat you up It's going to destroy you all right the happiness of heaven this is verse number 21 from the uddhav gita chapter 5 the happiness of heaven etc that we hear from the scriptures is also vitiated like that we have experience here by rivalry jealousy destruction and waste and because the desire for it is unattended by many obstacles it is sometimes fruitless like agriculture 
<laughs> the example is like agriculture, fruitless like agriculture. How funny does it sound? Think about it. Agriculture is fruitless. There was a time when everybody wanted the, you know, those big red juicy apples from Washington. Today nobody gives a damn. Some people wanted some cashews from India and various other places. Now there are hundreds of other countries which sell cashews. There used to be jute bags available earlier. Nobody cares about jute bags today. Right? Yesterday there was plastic bags. You know, they were making money, plastic bag people. Today, plastic bags are banned. Right? There are all kinds of companies, there are all kinds of people in this world who have done something or the other, but someday it all dies. Isn't it true? There are companies being sold left, right and center. Somebody feels that they have made a, a unicorn, you know, very, very rich company. And the next day you come to know that it is sold. The person is not even the owner of that company. One of them, which you use most of the time, is called Uber. There's a person, Kalnik, who started this company. Today he is not even connected to the company and he had to sell his shares off. Think about it. People who are the owners of some things do not even remain the owners of that. So this happiness that you think of is not going to be lasting at all. Even the happiness of heaven is time bound. In heaven you can be for a few days, months, years. After that you have to get out of that heaven because it is a time bound thing. You have to get out. You are not wanted there because your term is over. Whatever is written in the scriptures, you can do this, you can do that. Everything is going to ruins. Why? You may think there is rivalry, jealousy, destruction and waste. All this is part and parcel of life. Rivalry, everybody has rivalry. Any company in India or the world where there is no rivalry, think about it. You feel that you have got the best of the bosses. I'm sorry, the boss is going to be the worst of the bosses very soon. You think you have joined the best of the companies. That's going to be the worst of the companies very soon. It doesn't last. You think you have married the most beautiful woman in the world. No, don't worry. She is going to be the worst character in your life. You may think you, are, you, think you have married the best man in the world. I'm sorry, that guy is going to be an evil person. Doesn't last. Nothing lasts. Because of rivalry, jealousy, destruction and waste. And because the desire for it is attended by many obstacles, it is sometimes fruitless. Everything has got desires in it. You know, the husband will think, my wife is only supposed to cater to me. She's not going to. And if you think that as a wife, you want your husband to only have eyes for you, you are mistaken. So these are the things which are not going to be lasting for long. 
it is a temporary thing. Sometimes it lasts for one month. Sometimes it lasts for 10 days. Sometimes it doesn't even last for one day. Everything goes out of the window. Sometimes you may say, no, oh, I have a very good relationship with my husband for the last 20 years or 30 years. I am sorry. You are talking nonsense. There is no such thing. Krishna is very clearly telling you, Everything is run by desires and the moment a word called desire comes into the picture, you are finished. The desires is the factor that ruins everybody's life. It is an obstacle and it is fruitless. Like agriculture, like I was saying agriculture, why? Agriculture by itself is useless. People, those who grow onions, Sometimes they sell at 30 rupees a kilo, sometimes it is 8 rupees a kilo, sometimes they have to throw it in the gutters. Tomatoes. Wheat. Can't say, no? What is going to be profitable? Nobody can say. And you think the profit is going to last? Not at all. So we have come to the end of verse 21. Next week we will do from verse 22 onwards. Alright? So, we will stop over here and I hope you have a very good day. Take care of yourself. Bye.